getting old doesn't suck? Frustrated with your pain or injury? That sucks, but I'm here to help. Hi, my name is Denise DeShutler and I'm a body worker and educator. Why is it so hard to find the care we need to feel better? Most of my clients have asked that question for years until we started working together. Now I'm gonna help you find those answers. I'll explore different health disciplines and chat with talented practitioners. We'll share our insights and practical advice to help you get the results you need to feel good again. Because seeking the right care for your health can be a pain in the arse. But with me, your wellness journey will turn into a fun-filled adventure. Buckle up, baby, for the Passionate Health Advocate Show. Welcome, listeners, and thanks for joining. I'm happy you're here. Today we are going to a place where we will learn that seven functional movements are a foundation for a healthy body at any age. Let's buckle up. Welcome to the land of trust and confidence in your body. We are searching for Cassidy Moore, founder of Vital 7, an online Pilates mat method. Is that you? That's me. Hi. Hi, Cassidy. Hi, Denise. Thank you for bringing us here Thank to you this land. Coming. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm so happy we got a call back because it's been almost two years since oh, we had you on the show. <laughs> I don't believe it. That's so crazy. I so know. So much has happened. Nothing's happened. <laughs> Only everything's happened. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, we're, you know, excited to be here today. And, um, you know, the first time we had you on, it was just kind of like a brief overview of Pilates. But now you know, you're taking us to this land of trust and confidence in your body. And I want to hear more of it because I think this is something trust and confidence in the world right now is very challenging. So how do we get that in our body? Mm -hmm. I know that for me and the people that I work with, finding trust and confidence in the body changes your life. You know, it's like, when you feel like you can go out in the world and do what you love and you can experience the joy, it changes your world around you. And then you can then exude that joy to other people and that can help change their life. It's just, it's just, an, it's amazing. I love that. And it's about, you know, being able to find the balance of strength, mobility, flexibility, and using that all together synergistically to be able to move with more ease, less effort, and feel good, just feel good, you know? Nice, nice. Well, you know, I will say, Cassie and I were talking earlier, and one of the things that came up was age. Mm -hmm. So we both have a beef about this, but I want to hear your take on what do you hear people our age or people older than us or even younger than us, mm -hmm. how they view age and what does it have to do with the work that you do, with the Pilates that you do? Yeah, so <laughs> definitely one of my, you know, 
erg moments, <laughs> for lack of a better word, is like, you know, um, getting old sucks, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, I have, I have knee pain, I have shoulder pain, I have hip pain because I'm old, you know, getting old sucks. And I'm 49 years young. And I have never felt better in my body. You know, I go out dancing two to four times a week. I dance for hours. You know, I go on long hikes. I go on long walks. You know, I scuba dive when I can. I love to swim, snorkel. Like I, I love to be an active person and I wouldn't trade 49 for 29. Mm -mm. Love, you know, I love being where I'm at and it's because I'm capable and I feel capable in my body to do the things that I love to do. And that's sort of like what inspired me to want to build on vital seven and the concept of it, of building a strong base of movement, focusing on functional movement so that you can do what you love to do, right? And have that trust and have that confidence in your body. So when I hear someone say it's because I'm old or getting old sucks, you know, I am thinking in my head, no, it doesn't, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and that it doesn't have to be this way, right? You don't have to just live with it, whatever pain you're feeling or chronic issue that you're having, you don't have to live with it. You can do something about it. Change is possible. I've worked with hundreds of people. I've done it myself. You know, I know that it can be different. That even answer your question? Oh no. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you're touching on. I mean, you know, we were saying we both hear that all the time. I'm getting old. This happens because I'm getting old, and we—that is just not a philosophy you or I have. And I think you know, like I'm listening now, and people, you know, people might be asking, "Well, yeah, you're a Pilates instructor. It makes sense for you." But you know, you weren't always this way. Like, what was your path? You know, how did you even get into Pilates? Through injury. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Right. I was injured and I used Pilates to recover from injury. That's how I was first uh, introduced to it. And it worked and I recovered and I fell in love with it. I just I felt like it was very accessible um, for, you know, pedestrians, so to speak. Right. Um, And I saw the results. I went through it and and I've used it since to help myself recover from other injuries. I'm not saying I don't ever not get injured or that there are times when, you know, I do feel tight or I do have chronic pains that I have to address and deal with. You know, what I'm saying is that you can do something about it, right? Like you don't, I, you know, you don't have to live with it. There are tools that are there for you to move through it. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's tools there for you. So yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you about your injury because it's like, you are a mere mortal like myself. And so, and so it doesn't matter who you are. Age happens, life happens, injuries can happen, pain can happen, but that's just part of our evolution. And it sounds like you yourself are using Pilates that have helped you. And now you're helping hundreds of people to also, live life as they age and feel better. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 
That sounds good. I like that. You summed it up nicely. Cool. Well, you've mentioned, you know, the vital seven and I'm sure people are like, what, what is vital seven? What does that have to do with Pilates? What is that? Vital seven. So I, I got that name from the seven different functional movements that every healthy body should do. So an, an average healthy body should be able to squat, do what we call a hurdle step, a lunge, shoulder mobility, hamstring mobility, their core, like their push-up and their rotary skills. So they're all, they're all these functional movements that we incorporate in our everyday lives, right? So if you're at a concert and you're squatting over the porter porta potty toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. This is a very good skill to have, right? Getting up and down off of the floor, going for long hikes or walks, you know, or, you know, even for the more adventurous type, if they're like rock climbers or, you know, it's, it's basically what I do is my Pilates program and method is based around those seven different functional movements. So that I'm helping my clients to build a strong base of movement and all functional movement so that they can go out and do whatever it is they're doing, whether they're bike riders or crossfitters or rock climbers, or they just want to go for hikes or, you know, whatever their physical joy may be. I'm there to help them build that strong base of movement so they can prevent injuries from coming or, you know, help them to recover if they do get injured because injuries do happen to all of us. That's great. And I like that, you know, you're helping them build a basic movement, but you also help them with recovery. Yeah. How, you know, with your vital seven, do you do that? Is that part of the program or do you deal with people one-on-one when there's an injury? I'll do online private sessions. If someone has an injury, I definitely would recommend that for anyone who has an injury, especially when you're first recovering from an injury. I know that most likely you'll be sent to PT, right? Physical therapy. The doctor will prescribe physical therapy. And um, unfortunately, due to um, the way that insurance works, um, very rarely do you get complete recovery from your physical therapist. And very rarely do you get quality time with your physical therapist. And it's not because the physical therapist is bad. It's just the way the system works here. And so I'll work a lot um, alongside with the physical therapist. So like as the client's going through physical therapy, they'll also be working with me just because I'm not in the confines of the system, right? So I can spend more quality time with each client. I can go over the exercises much more thoroughly in detail, make sure that the client really understands how the movement is supposed to help them, what the movement is about, why it's important for them to do this movement in order for recovery. Like I can kind of give all of those nuanced details and have that time that a PT, unfortunately, generally doesn't have time to give. And I can also, I'm not also constrained to the time limits that insurance covers for physical therapy. So very rarely does insurance allow a client to actually have the duration of time that they need for recovery. And so they are shortchanged with that. And if you don't fully recover from an injury, you're most likely going to sustain another injury, maybe in the same place 
or maybe in a different area of the body due to overcompensations. And so um, I like that I can just really give the time needed for a full recovery. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's awesome. And I think I'm glad you brought up how that process works. I mean, just to reiterate, it's like, you know, we're here in the United States and our insurance can be very limiting for majority of people. And so that's where Cassidy comes in and picks up the slack where it's like even an excellent physical therapist is confined to what the insurance will allow them to do. Mm -hmm. So I love that you have that ability. And I think I don't think that's very uh, common for people to know this. I think, uh, you know, the doctor will send them to physical therapy and they have two weeks and then that's it. And so um, what would you say for people listening or watching, you know, how would they know like to find you or someone like you when they're like, I need further rehab? I would... (laughs) I would, I would say it's pretty safe to bet when you're done with physical therapy that you need further rehab. (laughs) I mean, just because the way the system works, it's like, I, you know, it, and it's, it's no fault of the person who's been injured. Absolutely not. Right. You, as the person who's injured, you're at the mercy of what the insurance is going to pay for. You're at the mercy of how much time the PT has been allotted to give to, to you, you know? And so I think that it's pretty safe to say after you're done with PT, you still need to recover. And basically why I say that is because usually PT gets you through the pain right? Like gets you through, gets you out of pain and gets most of your range of motion back. And then they're like, okay, you're good to go. You know, just, just continue doing the exercises that I gave you and, you know, good luck, (laughs) you know, and, um, that's it. That's pretty much what they address, right? Is they, but what, they don't address, and it's not, like I said, it's not their fault. You know, it's just the way the system is. They don't address your whole body. And what happens when you get injured, right, is your body immediately begins to compensate because your body still needs you to move, right? You still got to move. So your central nervous system creates a new way of moving and it's automatic. It just happens. There's nothing you can do about it. It's just the way our bodies work, right? So you've created this compensation pattern that you've been doing while you're injured, totally normal, nothing wrong with that. It's what the body does. And then you go to PT and PT gets you out of pain, gets some range of motion back. And then they, you, you know, they say goodbye, you go out the door. But the thing is, is you still move in those compensation patterns. So your central nervous system doesn't say, oh, okay, let's reset. Your central nervous system is still in that compensation injury mode. It doesn't, it doesn't go back. It's not that, it's not that advanced. It's a very primal instinct that happens, right? So you're actually still moving in this compensation pattern. And so eventually what will happen over time is you will most likely injure another area of your body, the area that's been compensating for you. Does that make sense? So 
Mm-hmm. And that gets injured because it's been overworked, it's tired, and it's going to conk out at some point, right? Normal, totally normal. It's not like you're doing anything wrong that this is happening, right? It's just the normal way our body responds. So where I come in, or someone else who does work like me, it doesn't obviously it doesn't have to be me, but is after you're done with PT, you start working on your functional movements again and start building a healthy movement pattern again so that you can, the central nervous system can let go of that old pattern because you're introducing and bringing in new healthy patterns. That makes sense. Yes. Yes. I like to, I can get, you know, nerdy and dorky about it. So (laughs) I just want to make sure. No, no. And I think this is, I'm glad that you're nerdy and dorky about it. This is why we're (laughs) friends. This is is why we do what we do because we we geek out with each other all the time. And also, you know, this isn't common knowledge. So I'm glad you're explaining it in detail. It's like this compensation and, you know, I like to, when I think of a compensation pattern, I like to think of it, you know, if you're playing a sport and you have somebody that's injured, the whole team has to pull up that slack, right? So that's kind of like what the body's doing. So what she's explaining about the compensation pattern, imagine that your body's going to move no matter what. And now it's pulling in reinforcements that don't normally do that work. Right. And so, yeah, you might be getting the range of motion back and you're out of pain, which by the way, hint, hint, is just the beginning of healing, not the end. Right. <laughs> Getting right. you out of pain. So you were explaining that in a beautiful way to let people know that there is more to it and you need to get your foundation back before you want to go back to doing your regular things and getting stronger and more fit or just, you know, hanging out with your kids. It's like just to be yourself again, you know, without getting another injury. Right. Without getting another injury. Cause I can't tell you how many times I've heard you know, I went into PT for knee pain and then six months later I got hip pain and it's like, they're totally related. Yeah. 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 I know. But then that's, I'm glad you brought that up too. Cause that's probably where we hear it's because I'm getting old. Yeah. You know, it's like, Oh no, this falling apart. That's falling apart. So we are right now we're debunking these myths and explaining what the heck is really going on? Yeah, yeah, and that's very yeah. true. That's exactly you that's exactly right. Like I like I'm glad you brought that up again. It's like, yeah, that's when people start thinking it's just cuz they're getting old. And it's like no, right? Yeah. It's just these compensation patterns that and your body gets tired, right? There it's not, you know, it like you said if you're bringing in reinforcements that aren't supposed to be doing that job, but then they keep having to do that job, but they're not that's not what it was built for. Yeah. It's going to conk out no matter what your age. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the passionate health advocate dance break. Now get up and shake your thing. Hey listeners, Denise here. Have you ever thought about doing your own podcast? Well, let me tell you about Pod2Go. 
These guys rock. They do all the tedious stuff for me, like show notes, sound editing, audiograms, videograms, and even publish every single episode for my show. They do all that work for me and it doesn't break the bank. But when I know my favorite part, they're so easy to communicate with. Seriously, if you're looking for a team to help you with your podcast, please go with Pod2Go. To get started with a 10% discount, email pod2go.app at gmail. That's pod2go, P-O-D, number two, G-O, dot A-P-P, at gmail. I love that you do that work. And uh, yeah, uh, secret secrets out. We used to work together <laughs> because we would share, <laughs> share clients. And so yeah. I know her work is, is pretty amazing. But what... Why I have her on the show is, and you know, and why you brought us to this land is that you also do an educational piece. It's like, you know, you do this work, you do the Pilates, but you educate all of your clients. And I think that is so important. So whether, you know, working with, you know, Cassidy or another Pilates instructor, everything is about education. I mean, you need to know how to, you know, how to work yourself, how to, we never got a manual. We never got a manual in PE. So, so Cassidy is another person, a great resource to help you recover and build your foundation. And so, you know, we're talking about your work and you do recovery work. How would you say besides recovery, like, how would you differ from like, I think people have just like a general idea about Pilates. How would you say that, that you uh, differ from, I guess, the general consensus of Pilates? Well, I think some of the myths about Pilates is that um, it's for women, mm. not for men, which is not true. I mean, Pilates was, was actually created by a man, Joseph Pilates, and he actually started it because he was rehabilitating soldiers in the First World War, um, and those soldiers were men. <laughs> so it's, it's, you know, the fitness industry for whatever reason has really honed in on like the female market for Pilates. Mm. And, um, I, I don't do that. I don't, I don't cater to women, you know? So I think that that's one thing that's different. Um, another thing that's different, uh, or a myth, I guess I should say about Pilates is that it's hard right? Like I hear that a lot, like Pilates is really hard. And the funny thing is, is, and I get this from people I know, they're like, oh, I've, I've been wanting to take your class, but I don't feel like I'm strong enough for it yet or flexible enough for it yet. So, you know, they're like going to the gym and working out before they want to come and take class with me. And I'm like, no, you know, it's like, and I think that's because of what they see in the media, like what's just like the, the PR around, you know, Pilates, it's like, you know, you'll see like sweat and like all these fit bodies, you know, and they're like, you know, fake tans and stuff and like, you know, so they think they got to be all that before they can show up to my class. And my class and the way I approach Pilates is very methodical and it's almost meditative. You know, I, I like to say it's like a meditative movement, you know, it's really about 
like I've said, just building that strong base of movement. So, you know, I, I'm not trying to do like super tricky, fancy things, you know, it's like, it's all about just getting a body, a body to function well, right. Whatever that body is, whatever, I don't, you know, shape, size, whatever, none of that matters. You know, it's like, what matters is how you move in it, you know, and that's how, that's what I'm focusing on, you know? And like you said, I'm educating along the way. So I'm, I'm, you know, talking about, you know, what is the intention of this exercise? What are we trying to get out of this exercise, you know? And so it becomes, you know, more about learning and feeling something, you know, learn, learning what you're doing and feeling what you're doing and getting connected into that more than like a goal of trying to, you know, get ready for swimsuit season, which I'm not saying is bad. Like people have those goals and they want to do that. That's fine. You know, it motivates a lot of people. Um, but you know, that's my approach is very different in that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So yeah, definitely uh, is definitely for men and women. It was started by a man intended yeah. for men. <laughs> and now it's, it's for both, you know, all the sexes. And uh, yeah, you're about functioning in the body. It doesn't matter yeah. what the body looks like, how old it is, what size it is. Um, yeah, it's not, a, I mean, what I'm gathering, it's like your focus isn't about fitness per se. That could be the byproduct. Like you can do this work with you and then, you know, maybe there'll be a better rock climber if they're into that or a cyclist or, or whatever. So, but it's not, yeah. Um, yeah. This is a function first and getting the yes. body feeling in a good, good space. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like function first. It's like, I'm going to, I'm going to be there to support you so that you can go out and do whatever activity, more hardcore thing you want to do. Yeah. And that could even be that hardcore Pilates class that you do see because <laughs> they are out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. The hardcore of like getting into that swimsuit for, you know, yeah. Off the or like you know, the hot Pilates or whatever, you know what I mean? Oh. Well, you're going to want to take from me. So you can go and do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, um, so you know, we were saying earlier that a lot has happened in two years. So uh, what was what was life or what were you doing? You want to explain kind of your work model, what you were doing uh, before COVID and, and now what are you providing? So pre-COVID, I had a brick and mortar, a successful studio that I had for about 20 years. And interestingly enough, like I wasn't planning on renewing my lease when it came up. And I was like, I'm, I think I'm ready to like start my next chapter, you know? And, and then the pandemic hit. And so I was like, Oh, maybe this is an opportunity to just get out of my lease early. <laughs> so, you know, I did that. And then I was like, well, I'll start, you know, working with people online, you know? And so it's just kind of evolved from there. Um, and now I'm teaching classes online and I'm teaching my privates online, but I'm still taking my same exact teaching style and my same priorities. I'm just doing a different platform. So nothing has really changed in terms of how I teach. 
um, is just a different platform now. You know, I, you know, before in the brick and mortar, I was doing pretty much all injury recovery work, you know, um, but it was still all based off of Vital 7, right? I was focusing on all the functional movements. You know, I would um, assess people and find out what, you know, what their weak link was. And, you know, we would assess every, you know, three months, you know, and, and now I'll do that online, you know, with my online privates, I still assess, we look at what the weakest link is and we take it from there. Like, so all of those things are still the same. It's just the platform that's different. Okay. So everything you're doing in person is translating online, basically what you're saying. Except my hands. Uh, Right. Like I can't get hands on anymore. Okay. But that, that doesn't, I can't translate that. Got it. Got it. Okay. But are your, your clients, do you have clients that um, were seeing you in person and are now seeing you online? Yeah, I do. So So what is their feedback from this? A lot of them actually have, <laughs> have said that they could be more consistent, which is really helpful for them. You know, like, um, you know, it's it's uh, not as easy to come up with an excuse as to why you can't make it to downtown San Francisco. You know, it's like, you know, so now even I, ha- you know, especially for uh, the clients I was seeing in person that traveled a lot, whether for business or for pleasure, they can definitely be a lot more consistent and which is great because, you know, most of us know consistency is key. You know, it's, it's especially when you're trying to recover from an injury or you're trying to change movement patterns and get your body back to moving well, you know, self-discipline and consistency are a big part of it. I mean, I definitely can show the roadmap. I have, you know, over 20 years of experience. I, I am there hundred percent to support and educate. Uh, but in the end, right, it comes down to the client and whether or not the client wants to make change happen for themselves. You know, the self-discipline is key. And uh, for some being online has made that self-discipline easier. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no, I mean, literally roadblocks. I mean, there's not going to be any congestion with the traffic to get to online. They've been like, they've even said like, I can't believe you can see that online. Like as I'm cueing them and instructing them and like, you know, they're like, Oh my God, I don't even know how you can see that. You know? So I have, you know, I got the 20 years experience. The eye is very good. Well, that's a, that's a real compliment because, uh, I think I, I would think that would be a concern for people. It's like, uh, I don't know about going online, but the fact that, you know, it seems like it translates really well online and you're giving a lot of benefit for people that can be more consistent than they were before. So that's, yeah, I mean, it has been, and, and honestly, I was kind of surprised myself about that, you know, and, um, you know, I think that, you know, I obviously, my 20 plus years of experience that has something to do with it. You know, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of skill and what to look for. Yeah. Now it's like in a, you got a sixth sense there. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, um, everything that you're offering online, what are, what are the type of, I mean, you said you have the vital seven. So what would like, let's say if someone's interested, what kind of, uh, classes are you offering right now? 
So I think if someone, the first thing I would say, if someone's, you know, kind of interested in learning more about my personal style and how I teach is they should just go check out my YouTube channel. So go to YouTube in the search bar, type vital seven. That's with the number seven. Don't write it out and just look at my channel. And I've got a lot of videos. I've got anything from like 10 minute follow alongs to 25 minute follow alongs. And you can get an idea of my teaching style and get an idea of the kinds of exercises you could expect if you were to join in for class, you know, and then if, you know, if you like what you see on YouTube, of course you can subscribe to help support, which would be awesome. But if you want to go further, then in, you know, in the descriptions of all the videos, you've got the links to, you know, how to schedule for a class or, you know, check out my Patreon page, like all the other places you can see me. But I feel like the first thing is, do you even like my style of teaching, my energy, my personality? Do you, do you find the exercises I do something that interests you, inspire you? That's the most important thing is you, you know, I want the person who's working with me to feel inspired and to have a connection with them, you know, and so check that out first. And then from there, you can look in the descriptions and find the other links if you maybe want to take a class or sign up for a private. Okay. So you have your YouTube channel, which is the vital seven, Mm -hmm. and we will have that in the show notes, but it's vital, B-I-T-A-L. (laughs) <laughs> number seven. Um, and so you have, it sounds like you have a lot of videos. I know I've seen them, so there are a lot yeah. and all of those are free. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So look at that free yeah. info, free videos, free, you know, so much you can learn from instead of thinking about how old you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> you can like, I'm, if you think you're getting old, just turn onto your YouTube channel <laughs> and start watching them with those things and look at all those youthful people that might even be older than you doing those exercises. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I would say that's where I would want, want people to go. Just, I think the first thing is, you know, do they even like what I do? Like yeah. my energy, like my vibe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And if, uh, if you were going to like further explore, is this something like, let's say, Oh, I have a couple friends and we want to do something together. Could people do that with you? Like you already have classes, but do, do you ever get like a, a request where there's more than one person that wants to join a class? Do you mean like a class or like a, are you talking like a semi-private? Like, so like the classes are open, like, you know, I, I they're limited to 15 people. Oh, like okay. I can't that have more question. than 15 people. And I don't okay. want more than 15 people in a class because in the, in the class, in the online classes, I'm giving feedback to people mm. that have their cameras on, you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm cueing them and instructing them individually in class. Nice. So I don't want to have more than 15 people. Um, and the privates online are, are one-to-one. So I don't do like semi-privates online, you know, where like two or three people Mm -hmm. that are friends take a class, you know, they can take a class together in one of my classes, 
Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that was, that was, you answered it. So you, okay. yeah, you have, you take up to 15 people, but let's say there's a couple of like, you know, I want to try this, you know, I just know sometimes when people want to try something new, they want to try it with other people they know. So it's like, cause they get a little nervous. So it's like, okay, if there's space, you could obviously sign up for yeah, a class, like any normal class. class. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. And I love that um, you actually had clients before in person pre-COVID that are now with you and still with you because we are now, uh, things are changing, you know, and restrictions are less. Right. and, And people are doing more stuff in person, but it sounds like you still have a lot of people online no matter what because of these benefits. Yeah, I do. And, and even the, and the clients that worked with me before, you know, they're, you know, taking my classes and, you know, having privates online and they're not, you know, they're, they're not going back to like another gym or something, you know, they like, they are sticking with it with me. So that's, that's good. And it's been, really fun to work with new people from, you know, around the world. Like I, you know, get to now, like I know someone in Portugal, you know, I've worked with people in Thailand, you know, like Korea, like I, you know, South Korea. So like, you know, I, it's been fun to also be able to expand, um, where I know people from. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, ha- I'm happy for you because as we know, it's been interesting times for a lot of people. So I'm glad that, you know, your class is taking off virtually. Um, so that's fantastic. That's Thank fantastic. You. Yeah. Is there anything else? Um, I know we talked a lot about uh, the, the anti-age mentality, mm-hmm. um, but is there anything, you know, you want to leave with our viewers, our listeners, any takeaway about what you stand for, the type of work that you do, or just any advice um, for anybody watching that maybe has never even done Pilates at all? All right. I would say for someone who's never done Pilates at all, please remember that you don't need to be fit to start Pilates, right? Like if you're, you know, you, whatever, whoever you are, whatever shape you're in, you can start Pilates. And I would also really just, you know, I just want to help support and inspire people to care about how they feel, you know, that you don't just have to live with it especially as we get older, right? You don't just have to live with the aches and the pains and you, you know, you can change. Change is possible. There can be a different way for you. And if it's not with me, that's fine. You know, find something for yourself that inspires you to make change, you know? And I, 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 you know, honestly, it does take self-discipline. But there's something that's really powerful about it. And that is no one can take it away from you. If you decide you want to make change, you want a different life for yourself, you hold all the cards. No one can take that from you. You have the power to decide if you are going to make change or not. And that's very empowering. And I am here 
to support the people that decided that they want to make change, you know, and I want that, you know, I want that for people. I want people out in the world doing what they love, feeling joy, feeling good in their body, you know, just, you know, laughing, playing, you know, feeling the juice and joy of life, you know, and it's in your hands, you know, they hold all the cards if that's what they want or not, you know? And so just remember change is possible and you are the key to that. Beautifully put, beautifully put. Oh my gosh. Wow. That was fantastic. So everyone heard it from Cassidy change is possible and you can feel good again. And that's why she's bringing us to trust and confidence in our body because it can take you into these changes with our lives. So that's, thank you so much, Cassidy. (laughs) Thank you for showing us this land. I'm so happy you've been our guide and we look forward to next time. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here with you. Thanks for joining the Passionate Health Advocate Show with your host, Denise DeShetler. Like what you see and hear? Then subscribe to our YouTube channel and share this podcast with those who need to hear it. Mm